0: Good afternoon everybody, how are you? I'm doing okay, but a little little sad or worried that my Toronto Raptors will have to face LeBron James and the Cavs. That should be an interesting series, and today, today I'm going to go over all the round 2 matchups and a little bit about them and what I'm going to predict to happen. So let's start off in the west. You got the Houston Rockets versus the Utah Jazz. Utah was significantly outplayed yesterday. James Harden put up 41 points. Donovan Mitchell put up 21. But that wasn't enough for Mitchell and the Utah Jazz. And as you look at that, you got to think to yourself there's. No chance that this even goes the distance. Utah wasn't spectacular, but they did get 21 points from Jake Crowder off the bench. Which was a nice surprise. And you have to realize, Ricky Rubio isn't playing. I mean, Will he come back? That'll be the deciding factor. He needs to come back for... Utah to have a chance. You know, Chris Paul put up 17 and Capella put up 16. Tucker put up 15. And you look at Utah and you got 21 from Donovan Mitchell, 21 from Crowder, 15 from Engels, 11 from Gobert. It's not enough. Ricky Rubio needs to come in and he needs to put up those, you know, 17, 18 points. Mitchell shot horrible from three yesterday. It was one out of seven. James Harden was seven for 12. That's the difference there. I mean, Donovan Mitchell hits one, two more extra threes. That's a 108-110 final score. You know, Gobert didn't even take one. You know, he needs to take one. You know, Favors didn't take one. He played 26 minutes. He had five, just five points. The bottom line is Utah can't rely on all Donovan Mitchell and Jay Crowder. Other guys need to step up to the plate and need to fill the shoes while Ricky Rubio is gone. So for that, I'm going to pick the Rockets. They're just a dominant team. I mean, with their main three of James Harden, Chris Paul, and P.J. Tucker, I mean, they're just dominant, very dominant. And and I think they're going to go deep. I think they're going to go deep with Golden State because, again, we move on to that series. I think the pe- Golden State's going to win over the Pelicans. Uh, you know, you saw that score, and uh, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty at all. No, um, Steph Curry, he was hurt. Um, but you look at what the Pelicans did, and Anthony Davis puts up 21 points, Ronda only puts up 9, Holiday puts up 11 you know your second big player was Jordan Craw- Crawford he gave you he gave you points off the bench you know but you look at the the, the starters for the warriors and klay thompson puts up 27 durant puts up 26 Igadala with 12 and green with 16 only 6 from nick young but nonetheless you know they didn't need a lot of points off him livingston puts up 10 and uh Cook puts up eleven, so you know they they had everyone play on the bench. They had depth that showed, but I just don't think the Warriors uh, the, are. The, I don't think the Warriors are for a match for the Pelicans. The Pelicans, um, they're not there yet. I mean, how much can Anthony Davis really do? I mean, he puts up twenty one points in thirty four minutes for his age. That's good. So, I think it'll be interesting to see this series, but I think Golden State takes in five. Um, the Pelicans might win one at home. They might win tonight's because, you know, they're going to rebound, but it's not. It's going to be nothing special. Let's get that right. It's, it's not going to be a great series, unfortunately. I think you're going to see a blowout. And now for that, I'm going to pick Rockets and the Golden State Warriors to be in your Western Conference Finals. To so the East, we go to probably one of the closest matchups here, Cleveland and Toronto. I'm from Toronto, and not only does my heart say Toronto, but my mind says Toronto. On paper, they're better. On the court, they're better because Kevin Love hasn't been uh, terrific. Corver hasn't been amazing. JR, no. I mean, Clay, not uh, bad. Tristan Thompson was a great addition yesterday, he played great, but, you know, it all came to LeBron, and if LeBron's gonna play like that, and if they need to play like that, it's not gonna work, the Raptors bench is too deep, it's way too deep, so, if it's all gonna be LeBron, he's gonna be playing over 35 minutes, and he's gonna have to put up 30 plus points a game, it's not gonna happen, it's not gonna happen, you know, how do you cover him? You double-team him. You force the rest of the Cavs to make shots. And you saw yesterday in the Game 7 with Indiana what happens in the third quarter when you double-team LeBron. He had four points the whole quarter, I think. He was not good at all. He was ineffective. And I know he lost, lost was out the last minute. But it doesn't matter. You double-team him. And you force JR to make shots, and you force Love to make shots, and you, you force all of them to play and make shots. You don't worry about that, you know. The beautiful thing is Damar and Kyle are playing tremendous. Ibaka's got to definitely st- Like, if Ibaka can play great, not good, great, not, not even great. If he can play good this series, actually, we're would Ibaka needs to be put up like 10 to 13 points each night. He needs to be putting that in, No matter what, he's got to be putting that up. So I'm going to pick Toronto. I think this is the year that Cleveland, I mean, they've significantly dropped off. LeBron, we could say, oh, he's so good. But LeBron isn't the same LeBron. Even though he put up ridiculous numbers yesterday, he's just not the same. And it, it shows you when he's burnt. You know, at one point, LeBron could have done that back-to-back nights and been fine. And not anymore. Not at that age of 33. Not anymore. Age is catching up to him. And so now we go to probably well, one of the most interesting ones, you know, Philly and Boston. People pick Boston. Some pick Philly. I mean this is a good old rivalry coming up here. Philadelphia and Boston. Two cities that are grind hard, you know, work hard, do everything the best you can, give it hundred ten percent, and who cares how you get the outcome, just get the right outcome. I hope this gets physical. I hope we see a good game and I hope the refs don't screw it up like they've done to other games. Yesterday that the Indiana lost that game because they didn't play because they didn't play that good. And because the refs stunk up the joint. And so, I hope the refs are not a factor here. Philly's rookies are scary. They're doing well. But, I mean, is that going to be enough? I mean, I get you have Joel Embiid, you have Ben Simmons and Mark Fultz. But Boston's deep. And I know they struggled against Milwaukee. And everyone's gonna say they can't do it, but <sighs> I'm convinced they can i mean when when they beat Milwaukee they beat milwaukee you know they they put on the first game of one twelve to ninety six the third game they won the first game you know one thirteen to one oh seven, then you go ahead to one win the next game one twenty to one oh six. Then you win the. Your next win, which was your third win, is 92 to 87. And the last one, you put up another 112 to 96. Boston beat Milwaukee when they beat them big time. And when they lost, in the first loss, they got beat hard. In the second loss, they lose by two. And in the third loss, they lose by a, a good amount, double digits. But it's no cause for concern. Even without Kyrie, I am sure the Celtics can take down the 76ers. So that's why I'm going to have Toronto and Boston in your Eastern Conference Finals. Now, who comes out of that? I'm not sure. We'll come back to that when we're at that stage. But more importantly, I want to talk briefly and quickly about the Oklahoma City Thunder. Boy, oh boy. There are two main issues here. Russell Westbrook cannot be OKT's, OKC's entire system anymore. It's not working out. It hasn't and it will not work out. Carmelo Anthony was inexistent in the playoffs. I mean, he wasn't there. He didn't play well. You know, he just wasn't there. It's going to... It's gonna be interesting to see what they do there. Because <clears throat> me, they have the opportunity. They have the opportunity here to, you know, retain Paul George. Does he stay? That's the interesting question here is will he stay? I don't know. He has a chance to go home. And play in his hometown with a rising team. You have Isaiah Thomas there and Lonzo Ball and Ingram. They got, got. you can't forget about Kuzman. they have guys there. So, he could go there. But, I mean, he, is he going to get the money he wants? Maybe. Is he going to get the role he wants? I don't know. Look, Westbrook dropped 46 in that game. And it wasn't enough. Paul George dropped 5 the whole game. He played 45 minutes. Wasn't enough. Westbrook dropped 46 points in 44 minutes. Paul George played 45 and dropped 5. And Carmelo Anthony in 26 minutes dropped 7. I mean, Adams, your center, played 39 dropped 19. It doesn't work like this anymore. This is a horrible, horrible system that just relies, re- relies around Russell Westbrook. So if I could give a tip to the coaching staff of the OKC Thunder, wash the brains of everybody. Have everybody see white. And then re-implement a new system where it doesn't revolve around Russ. Have it revolve around the core. Look, if George stays, you're blessed and lucky, and you got to make something happen. If Anthony stays, which he probably will, okay, that's okay. But he's got to step it up. He was good during the regular season, and he didn't elevate it when it was time to. I mean, Donovan Mitchell dropped 38 points in 40 minutes. A rookie drops more points than Paul George and Carmelo Anthony combined. And Brewer, we'll just throw him in there. It's just not acceptable. And so I'll leave it off on this note. The NBA playoffs have been great. The first round was way better than anyone expected. I have a feeling the second round in the West will be quite bad. I believe it'll be a walkover. They'll stomp all over them. You're looking at two five-game series at max. In the East, though, I think you see a hell of a playoff series there. These two games are going to go deep. They're going to go 6-7 games without a doubt. So I'll leave it with this here and this alone. The NBA is changing for the better. Although we have superstar teams, we have teams that have caught up. Who don't have as many superstars, but have trained very hard to create guys in the very elite level players. So as the NBA continues to rise and the skill level gets higher, and the playoffs get better. It is up to teams like OKC and teams like Phoenix to play better so that the league is more entertaining during the regular season. Because for years, it's just been about the playoffs and the third round and the finals. And so it's on the league to stop teams from tanking so that we can continue to see these great playoff series of teams that are very high level. On that note, thank you for listening, and I hope I hear from you guys soon. Bye bye.